0: Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Orion's From the Battlefield to the Boardroom podcast. On this show, we regularly share candidate success stories from different military backgrounds to show the broad range of jobs that we represent. Shane Morris, a former Navy Nuke, joins the show to discuss his military background, training, and his post-military career with digital realty. Although he's just recently started his career with digital realty, Shane talks about his day-to-day responsibilities, what he enjoys about his career, and what makes him excited for his future with the company. He also discusses his experience working with Orion and the importance of starting your career search as early as possible when transitioning out of the military. If you have any questions about this interview or topics for a future episode, please send me an email at podcast at oriontalent.com. If you have a similar background to Shane, make sure you check out the description for today's show for a link to Orion's page specifically dedicated to Navy nukes. The website highlights other podcasts with nukes as well as recent success stories and salary information for candidates hired through Orion.
1: Hey Shane, how's it going?
2: Uh, Good, how are you?
1: I'm good. Thank you very much for joining me on the podcast today. We Um, routinely reach out to the recruiters to ask for, you know, veteran success stories, especially if they fall within a specific candidate profile to make sure that we're, you know, interviewing and highlighting as many people on the podcast with different military backgrounds. We don't want to focus too much on one military background and then other people feel like it's not relevant to them. So, we reached out asking for people with your background which we'll go into a little bit more and you came highly recommended by Chris Dove who was the recruiter that you worked with and um, maybe anyone else who is listening to this podcast that has their job search focused in the Northeast could have worked with Chris as well but we'll talk about that more in detail about your transition, about your career that you've recently started. Um, before we dive into all of that, though, can you tell me a little bit about your background, so just your education, military experience, or anything else that you want to share?
2: Uh, well, I have the Navy nuclear background, but uh, I did do um, a couple years of college before that. So I went to Rutgers University and uh University of South Carolina before that, um, but I really feel like uh, moving forward, And, uh, my education from the Navy nuclear program, uh, did a lot more for me.
1: What did you study when you were in college?
2: Uh, criminal justice.
1: Okay. Very cool. And did you, were you kind of one of those people that grew up knowing that you were going to join the military? Do you have family that was in the military or what, what kind of led you to decide to join the military?
2: Um redirection in my career. Um, I wish I had done engineering. And uh, so this was a way for me to do it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it makes sense. So when you were in the military, can you talk a little bit more about your military experience? Um, Any like deployments or anything that kind of stood out to you about your time in the military that, you know, that you would want to share?
2: Uh well I did one deployment and um we went to uh, Greece uh twice, um Dubai, uh Bahrain, Israel and um England and uh so I really enjoyed uh that ability to travel
1: yeah i think that's probably one of the big perks especially in the navy it's just being able to you know get that experience like you said you had a change in career course and you decided you wanted to pursue engineering but the bonus of having you know the travel built into it is then you get out and you've been all over the world too
2: yeah so that's one of the things i enjoyed most about it and um I got to change my profession to electrician, so I've stayed on course with that.
1: Yeah, very cool. So tell me about your decision to transition. Was it something that, you know, did you ever think about staying in longer? Did you think about retiring? And then, you know, how soon really into the decision to transition, was it something that you knew, you know, as you were in service, you knew it was limited time that you were not going to retire. Just talk talk to me a little bit about that.
2: Well, I kind of followed suit. Um previous uh people that I knew um got out and went into a similar deal with data centers in the uh, Northern Virginia area. So, I heard feedback from them and how they enjoyed the uh the job, so I kind of followed and did suit
1: Mm -hmm. yeah that definitely makes sense and i'm sure that it helped to hear from other people who had a similar background as you which is really i guess at the end of the day why we wanted you to come on the podcast too because um, not only for people who have a similar background to you but also data centers are um, something that we're doing a lot of hiring in currently and so um, whether it's with your current company, Digital Realty, or with another company. its um, We actually had a podcast dedicated entirely to data centers and kind of telling veterans everything that they would need to know about careers in that, but it would help to hear from somebody who actually has made that transition and is currently working on one of those too, so I think that's great. Um, when you were transitioning, Shane, was there anything that was really important to you in terms of location or um, it sounds like industry, you knew you wanted to be in data center because you had already known people that had made that transition, but what were some of the most important factors to you in your post-military transition?
2: Um, Well, I'd say um, it takes a lot to transition out and uh, you can never start really enough Uh, If you're going to make the transition, a lot of people wait and uh, something falls through the cracks. So I always say, um, start the process early. Uh, There's so much to do that you don't think about when you go to make the transition that, you know, it always helps to start earlier.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah, definitely. And then speaking of, you know, beginning your transition journey, how did you originally connect with Orion? Because it sounds like if you, you know, if you knew people that had already transitioned and made their career start with, you know, companies and data center in the same area that you were going to transition into, you probably could have used those connections, too. So how did you connect with Orion? And then also on the flip side, did you also leverage those connections as well?
2: Uh, Yeah, uh, Chris Dove is very active on the uh, Navy Nuke Job Finder page on Facebook, and it's such a great tool for any nukes transitioning out, and uh, it's very easy to reach out to him or any other representatives on there. So it's a great tool, and I used it as well to reach out to him um, and work with him to... uh, place at digital realty.
1: Did you find that with your background, though, as a Navy nuke, that um, your transition may have been a little bit, I'm sure you had, you know, your unique challenges in your transition, but do you find that maybe with your military background, because of all of the qualifications, and it seems like Navy nukes are very highly sought after, do you think that that helped you a little bit have a more seamless transition?
2: Yes, I think um, coming from that background, um, especially into this field, for whatever reason, um, Navy nukes very highly sought out uh, because of the um, critical facilities. Um, They know that someone with this background has a lot of experience in a critical facility, um, that they kind of know what they're getting uh, coming out of the gate. So it makes it a little easier
1: hmm Definitely. Did you during your transition, did you work with any other recruiting firms other than Orion?
2: Uh yes, I did uh Metro systems for a while, but I didn't feel like um I had as much um that, you know, Chris does with Orion could, you know, work with me on.
1: Yeah. And Chris has actually, he's been on the podcast several times too. And it seems like he um, is super responsive and really good at working with candidates, especially because I think he has a similar background to you. Is that right?
2: He does. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so I'm sure that, you know, when you are transitioning out, that kind of helps to feel like, you know, someone who understands your background. I think when you're in the military, you have a general knowledge of what other people are doing but to have someone that comes from the same background as you it helps a little bit it makes you i'm sure makes you feel like they understand where you're coming from a lot more
2: it does and one of the biggest issues that you run into is uh terminology with the day-to-day uh words that you use to help um transition them over to uh civilian terms Um, so someone to work with that has that like same background help you um uh kind of translate
1: yeah definitely well i'm really glad that worked out for you because like i said i think chris he uh has not been at orion for too long so he he's not so far removed from the military because you know of course things change and i i would think that that would be one of the struggles for veterans that are coming out is that they feel like um you know, if they're working with someone who transitioned out of the military like 20 years ago, maybe they don't understand, which we have recruiters that have been out for a long time too, so not to knock them or anything, but it sounds like in your situation, working with Chris helps a lot.
2: Yes, and um, yeah, it is one of the biggest problems. is just the getting that help to uh, translate um, your skill set over to um, civilian terms because There's a lot of um, factors that go in there, um, and just to have someone help you uh, translate uh, certain terminologies over uh, really Mm -hmm. just a lot for you.
1: Yeah, so you mentioned the fact that you think it's really important to start early during your transition, um, and then also, of course, what you were just saying about being able to translate your skills. But beyond that, is there anything as you work through your transition process that was different than your expectations before you began? And anything that, you know, now that you're looking at it in hindsight, you would want to give advice to other veterans?
2: Um, start the process earlier uh, than you think you need to. Because uh, uh, maybe like medical and stuff, uh, it moves very slow. So it helps to just start earlier and um, they say six months out. And um, so don't wait until, you know, you're about to get out in a month or something like that. And then um, the uh, job finding process really three months out is your uh, window of opportunity to uh, really start moving ahead and uh, finding that work.
1: Mm-hmm. I think that's good advice. And, Really, I would say this is one of the questions that I ask a lot of people on the podcast. Um, It's just in hindsight, what would you recommend to other veterans? And it seems like everyone always says to start early. And I assume that's because it truly is so important coming from someone who has done it already is just, you know, I think people tend to procrastinate and maybe underestimate and think, oh, it'll, it'll be easy. There's so many resources because there really are a lot of resources out there now for transitioning veterans whether it's a recruiting firm like orion i know that there's a bunch of resources online through linkedin and CareerBuilder builder and all these other places but at the same time i think you could never underestimate the value of starting early and making sure that you are really thinking ahead because like you said a lot of things with the navy or whatever branch of service you're in can move a lot slower than you would have anticipated and so there are a lot of things that are out of your control and so you have to factor those in too
2: exactly
1: so as i mentioned earlier in our conversation you have recently accepted a career with digital realty and that's a data center company for anyone who um, doesn't know a lot about that so i want to talk a little bit more about that um Can you first, before we talk more specifically about the company, can you kind of give us and our listeners like a little overview of really just data centers in general? So kind of, you know, like what do they do and um, what is it? I'm not sure, like I said, we've had a podcast episode about it, not everyone listens to every single episode. So I just kind of wanna make sure that everyone's on the same page here.
2: Well, they're a co-location, so a little bit different than your typical data center. So, they, um, uh, it's kind of like you support the building and you deal with everything uh, with power and cooling. And uh, then once you get up to the data center room, it's on the client uh, after that. So, a little bit different than your typical data center that may uh actually own the servers and um they um like uh they'll, they'll actually you know host the client on the server that they own so differently with digital realty uh the client owns the server and you mm. just support the server um and cooling and power up to that server.
1: Yeah, I think that's a good, that's a good explanation. So with digital reality, um, you said that you had heard, you mentioned that you had known other people that were in the Navy with you that transitioned into data center in Northern Virginia. Was it digital reality or was it another one? Uh,
2: Well, I know a few actually, and uh, there is someone uh, at digital Realty that was on my ship, but I know other people from the Navy uh, from my ship that is, transferred over here in our, with Amazon Web Services.
1: That's awesome. So what was the position that you originally accepted, and um, what are some of your responsibilities currently?
2: Um, Well, I'm a facilities engineer with Digital Realty, and uh, it's very similar to uh, any Navy nukes uh, transferring into it to standing uh propulsional electrician or shutdown roving watch. Um day to day just uh making the rounds, uh taking fog sets and uh doing generator runs uh if anyone is uh familiar with that.
1: hmm And I know that you've only been there a couple of months, but what what have you enjoyed the most about your time there?
2: Well, it's just, uh, it's a nice working environment, and there's a lot of Navy nukes in the industry, so it kind of helps with the transition, because uh, you transition into uh, a background where there's already people that came from the same place that you came from that are also there, but then you get the uh, civilian flavor with it as well, so it's uh, kind of like a, you know, halfway house to Mm -hmm. make your way into the civilian market after the military.
1: That's really nice. And I do find that there are certain industries that we work with that are very military heavy and probably for the reasons that you've seen is just that, you know, your skills from the military are so easily translatable to what you're doing there. And so it makes sense for those companies to seek out veterans, which in turn makes it a great place for veterans to work because you still kind of have that camaraderie that you had in the military.
2: Yes, and it's it's a very nice uh feel to have um enjoy being able to go to work and have that same background still there. But then mm-hmm. you have all the new with it. Um so it's kind of balances out.
1: Yeah, definitely. Now, you're in Northern Virginia. Is that kind of where you grew up or is that a location that you wanted to get back to or how did you kind of settle on that location was it job first and then location
2: yeah well this is just like the the one area where this industry is kind of booming so it just helps to be here
1: Mm -hmm. now what is it that kind of attracted you to digital realty that makes you the most excited about your future at the company I know we've already covered that you knew people that worked there, but um, was there anything else like the growth of the industry or um, the company in general or the pay compared to other jobs you were looking at? Was there anything that kind of stood out to you? Uh,
2: They offer uh, a good benefits package. Um, Everything, uh, pay compensation, benefits is just the, a little bit higher than the other companies in the industry.
1: And then in terms of, you know, the career progression, I know, like I said, you you haven't been there for a very long time, but is that something that you feel like there's a lot of room for you to grow within the company?
2: Yeah, they're opening up new sites all the time. So there's a lot of uh, benefits moving up. Um, uh, if, if you stay with the company, Their new sites always need uh, new people that have already been trained through the digital realty training program to uh, move up um, at locations.
1: That's awesome. So, Shane, just to kind of wrap this up, is there any other advice that you want to share with others who are beginning to think about transitioning or... um, you know, on the flip side of that, because we've talked several times about starting early. So if that was going to be your answer to this one, is there any just general um, transition or career advice now that you've begun your career that you want to share?
2: Just, yeah, start early. Uh, As soon as you hit six months, you really need to get everything settled, taken care of. Um, Once you hit the three-month mark, um, that's your job finding opportunity, but uh, it's so much easier to just uh, get everything that the Navy requires of you or, you know, military in general. Uh, get get it started and set up uh, six months out. That way you can really focus on uh, where you want to live and uh, what, what kind of job opportunities you can connect mm-hmm. with um, at that three-month mark. Kind of focus in on it
1: and probably also the importance it sounds like you really stayed in touch with the people that you served alongside with so um kind of keeping your ear open and um asking other people what they've done because you know you might not want to do exactly what they've done but in your case it sounds like it kind of helped you make that decision when you were getting out
2: yes uh use those connections the people that you know freshly got out right in front of you to um figure out like you know what they did and uh if, uh if there's something they did maybe uh that you didn't think of you can um get their help on and uh definitely use those connections
1: overall shane would you say that your military transition was um, harder easier or about the same as what you would have expected it to be
2: um i think it was similar to most people's experiences just um yeah similar to most people's experiences i think
1: yeah well that's good there's nothing traumatizing or anything that stands out to you about it so that's always a good thing well very good shane i appreciate you joining and um Yeah, thanks for all the insight and good luck with everything at Digital Realty. We'll have to check back in with you here in about six months or so and see how things are going.
2: Uh, Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Orion's From the Battlefield to the Boardroom podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud so that you never miss an episode. We'd love to hear from you. So if you have any feedback, please send me an email at podcast at oriontalent.com. Our goal is to help all military job seekers through their transition and beyond, so make sure you share our show with your friends. See you next time.